92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. show and you just heard something real if you didn't get it uh the title track off of the brand new album by lucas nelson and promise of the real go to promise of the they're on twitter facebook youtube instagram itunes go get the album i was saying earlier on the show this is like the white album for me of this year i'm like this is badass lucas welcome to the show how are you thanks i'm great can you hear me all right a little bit it's uh, you guys are on the road right now huh we are on the road. We're on the okay. Road. How's it? Yeah, if you better. Yeah, that's a little, a little bit, bit better. Yeah. So you and Shooter Jennings, you're on, on the way to Napa. We should be playing champagne and reefer, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. A little, little much waters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you gotta love him. Listen, this yeah. album, this album to me is really seriously. I'm not kidding about it being like a white album for me. The white album when it came out years ago, you know way, way, way 
back when I was a little kid. To me, that it was like a heart and soul of all these different genres coming together, and something real has a little bit of everything. And what I love about it, it's something completely new, which I think we've been waiting for in this country and around the world in rock and roll. Well, thanks. That's uh, very kind of you to say. What? I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's, it, 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 was, uh, it was a labor of love. For sure. I'm not sure well, it's quite as good as the White Album. I don't think I would I would compare myself that way, but I appreciate your, your comparison for sure. Yeah. Well, I've just said that for I me love. this year, it's, it's exciting to get something really new. You sit, we listen to... You know, rock and roll for Nancy and I, I mean, definitely Nancy. When Nancy says she likes an album and she likes someone's music, that's a big deal because she's, <laughs> she's a hippie. She's a total hippie. And for me uh-huh. growing up, listening to her music, she got me into it. And I love, you know, the whole family of music for you. It's like that for us in, in publishing and music. But coming when I grew up in South Africa and in, in Kenya, I heard all the music through her. And I had this wow. vision of coming back to America and all I wanted to do was go to San Francisco, that and Venice Beach, which you know about, um, yeah. because of the Rolling Stone magazine and Janis Joplin. And your album re- was recorded in her house. Like, seriously, dude. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in one of the houses she lived in. But, yes, it was uh, the Westerfield house on Fulton and Scott. It's a, it's a beautiful house. It's uh, owned by this guy named Jim Siegel. Um, who's a good friend of ours. He has a store called Distractions on Haight Street, and uh, and he's always been a big, big uh, helper of the band. And so recording it at this house, it's like a museum, you know. There's so many cool things in the house. There's an old gramophone. There's there's uh, an old organ, a pump organ, 100 years old. Cool. Yeah, great. And for you, I mean, this didn't you record this a couple years ago, right? And then you kind of held it back because you had the Monsanto years to tour with, with Neil Young. Yeah, we recorded a couple years ago, and then when Neil uh, called us up, we went and recorded a record with him. So we did two records quickly in succession, and then we went on the road. So we really we really didn't have time to put it out, and uh, and uh, but I'm glad it's coming out when it is. I mean, I think it's all the timing is perfect. It's actually the same day that uh, Shooter's record comes out, right March on. 11th, which which is kind of coincidental and cool, you know. Well, it is cool. I mean, I just want to know if Jesus and Quaaludes is coming back. I was cracking up on on uh, Shooter's side. He's all about the return of Jesus and Quaaludes, you know. <laughs> I I think the two of you guys, yeah, the the two of you guys touring together, it's like the new generation of the Highwaymen, you know, and I think that's got to be awesome for people. Yeah, you know, it's cool. Shooter and I both have like different personalities, and and I think they work really well on the show together, and we, and we love each other very much, and so it's like, you know, it's. Uh, it, it, it's kind of fun and funny in a lot of times, you know. We, we have some fun out on stage. Yeah. And and he keeps it real too. I think that's the thing with you guys is that you're keeping it real. And and music changed so much from like the '70s and '80s to the corporate stuff that happened. I mean, and to now, um, it's changed yeah. a lot. How do you feel about? You know the resurgence of vinyl. Do you see yourself going vinyl ever or keeping digital? What do oh, you yeah. think? No, we're releasing this new record in vinyl, you know, so that's going to be vinyl. And then, uh, uh, you know, I think it's great that people are, uh, they care about the quality of their music and uh, how they listen to it. And, you know, there's a, there's a, 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 there are people out there that care. That's, that's heartening, you know. It's true, you know, as an older person that started with vinyl and ended up with CDs, when CDs came out, I thought it was, they the music was really crystal clear, but kind of cold. Mm-hmm. It it lacked yeah. the warmth somehow. And then it downloads. I don't know. It depends on your internet connection. What the what it really looks and sounds and feels like. But I just want to say what I love about your album and you yourself. Uh, first of all, I have to say, I think you should write a rock opera. Yeah, and you should do it right away. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think I, I think I will. 
would love that because you have the power of lyrics. Yeah. And that is something, as a 60s child, that I missed in music that came out, like, after, like, 75 or so. I miss 80, 80, whatever. I miss lyrics, like, really meaningful lyrics. And I really love that you have meaningful lyrics and passion. And the rock. And you're obviously, uh, I mean, an amazing guitarist. But I also like a good bass line in there. <laughs> and, and and Corey's got it down. He's a he's a great bass player. And yeah, uh, my whole band my whole band is really, uh, you know, I mean they're they're really they really shine on this record. And I, I feel like yeah, it's a complete band effort. You know, like the, Tony Anthony, who I've known for now, I've known Anthony for almost ten years, and and uh, we met at a Neil Young concert. And it's funny, and uh, and talking wow. percussion, you know, and and Corey there, and my brother, my brother has some some music or some uh, some guitar and and things on the record too. So, you know, when he's when we're out with Neil, he's with he's with us. So it, it's great, you know. It's a really good, it's a really good feeling. It's a good feeling. Well, to be you able guys had you're a, really tight. Yeah, you guys are yeah. you're tight, really really tight, and yet the dynamics. For me, in this album, it just kind of keeps building and building, and it's a really deep. And then, like we were listening to it, we were driving the other day. And by the way, road trip album, yeah, for, for sure, sure, everyone. Um, that's how we oh, do yeah. the album. <laughs> yeah. yeah, road trip music, <laughs> you know. But there's yeah, some no, darker no. parts. There's darker. There's deep. Um, it it gives you everything that you need on a road trip. And then just when you think, okay. Can I go those extra hundred miles? Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> it's like you can go for it. You add that amp to it. For you, let's talk about the lyrics because the lyrics—that's okay. what lyrics. kept. I mean, it's just like I wanted to stop things and say, "Did he just say that?" I mean, like that. There are lyrics riddled just through this entire album that are profound and really. Amazing, and I just wish I wrote some of them. You know, if you don't mind. And, yeah. I, and I'm a songwriter too, and I just go, wow, man, you you kind of got my creative spark back. And it's hard. We travel full time on our tour of parts, and I miss writing and playing. And it was this album. I was like, damn, I need to start writing lyrics again. Where does your yeah. inspiration come from? Well, um, you know, from life and from books that I've read and from, you know, things that have happened to me, or sometimes I'll try and put myself in somebody else's shoes and write about their mm. perspective on how mm. life might be, you know, and, and uh, you know, it, it all depends. Like, uh, if you ask me maybe a, a specific lyric, I could probably explain to you where it came from, maybe. That might be an easy way to do it. Um, well, you know, but, uh, yeah, I want to talk about... Mama, why why do people have to be so mean? Yeah, like seriously, oh, I know yeah. that doesn't sound real poetic, but it, you know what? No, it's what it's, there's how many times that I'm like, dude, why do you have to be like that? Know, what's wrong with you? <laughs> why yeah, are people I, so I, mean? I, uh, so that song is is an interesting song. That I I was walking in the tenderloin, mm-hmm. and uh, I I I came across this guy that kept yelling, "The day was an ugly color." Today was another, you know, he's just kind of in a fever, you know. Today was an ugly yeah. color, and he was kind of, you know, pacing around. And I thought that was like a profound thing, and so I went home and wrote this song uh, from his point of view, so to speak. Like, I tried to put myself in his shoes, you know. Like, what is it like to be homeless in San Francisco, you yeah. know. And and, uh, and so and so if you look at the lyrics again, you'll and you, and you think about it, like, you know, from from that perspective of, like, a good-natured person, maybe that gives all, like, he spent his whole life giving and didn't think about himself enough, and now he's been on the street, and, uh, and you know, his whole life is, uh, you know, it, it, he maybe got caught up in the wrong drugs or whatever. You know, he, now he's, he, he's, uh, he's down and out, and, uh, and oh. so that song is from his point of view. And and that mm-hmm. the moonlight part really hits him for that, you know. It's like the next day, the moonlight, you know, just washes that out. I think there's so many 
parts of your your lyrics that you know just the ugly color that to me I was like what is that and it was funny because I was listening to it last night and you know we do so much with national parks and I stumbled on this guy who said some really bad things and your song was playing while I was working on this ugly color why do people have to be so mean and he went against diversity in our national parks and I'm like yeah. That's really weird, man. That's trippy. <laughs> but in, and he, he didn't want um, Native, uh, Native Americans and Hispanics Hispanic and uh, African Americans to really be brought into parks because there's a lack of that. There's a lack of um, you know diversity coming to our parks, especially coming from the inner cities. And he didn't want uh. this to be amplified because he just felt like, though there's too many people in parks, which in some places there is, and there's a management thing that has to happen. But he totally went against this, and I was I was right. really pissed off. And your song was playing while I was finding this out. I'm like ready to like hammer this guy. Like you know, he doesn't think right. that you know people should be in there. And and it's called Ugly Color. I couldn't believe that. I was like, wow, connection. Oh, so just wow. send him the link to listen to the song. I know. I'm just gonna send him your song. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Send <laughs> yeah. 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 They, well, you know, that's the thing. That's the, the power of music, you know. It's just, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I don't, I, I try not to, like, pretend to really know too much about what I'm talking about. I just, I just, you know, I just feel something and I write it down, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, sometimes it comes out, like, was it a good melody and, uh, and people can relate. And, like, you know, I, yeah, I like that, that that line, the moon is there to wipe my canvas clean. That was a, yes, I love that. You know, because every day is a new day, you know? And, it uh, is. New canvas. Yeah, everybody needs a second start, you know? It's like a second chance, or the next day you can start over, you don't have to dwell in it. I want to talk about Georgia. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so we, we can talk about her, but the lyrics, I mean, that's a deep song. You know, and it it just it yeah. touched my heart in in a lot of ways for a lot of reasons, but it made me feel very much like I was floating in the ocean. That song. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, the, the the guitar is kind of like a floaty, like tone on the guitar too. It's very, very floaty. And, but but uh, you know, I guess that's just. Sometimes you can feel like you're floating on the ocean and alone when you're heartbroken, I guess, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like... But, yeah, we put a... we put a, uh, uh, I played a magnetone amp on that, and it has a, uh, it has a oh. uh, vibrato, a tremolo hmm. on there. That, 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 and so it kind of sounds like it's underwater, you know? Yeah. With a guitar. Yeah. It's... Gave me like a Peter Green no, vibe. No, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot of surf. <laughs> yeah, Nancy. Nancy gets into this first thing. She's like, "Man, yeah. he's like a Bob Marley dude. Like, yeah. you know, even you're singing because you've got this peacefulness, but then you're like, you've got the reggae in there, and then there's like this peacefulness, but it's like bring it on home still. Like you're like, it's you you command it whether it's listening or watching from what we've seen performing and. I'm pissed. You went to Pappy and Harriet's, and we didn't know. We would have oh. been out there. I'm like, seriously? We were in that Oh, far. yeah. Is that not oh, a crazy no. place? <laughs> it's a beautiful spot, yeah. It's a really great spot, you know. And uh, the people there that own it are really nice. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play there again, for sure. Oh, man. Well, you've, you've the belly up, too. I know that that's, you've, you've that's done cool some too. recording there. There's, like, stuff that happened there for you in the belly up in Solana Beach. Oh, yeah. Well, the owners of the Belly Up, all the Belly Ups, uh, the one in Aspen and the one in uh, in Solana Beach are really good friends of mine. Uh, Steve and, and Michael Goldberg are, are mm. great, great pals. So they've just helped me out since I was a kid. And, uh, I, and you know, I've, I've done my best to just play there as much as I can because uh, the vibe is good, the sound is good, the staff's always great. They take great care of you, and and they, you know, have nice dressing rooms, and usually there's a shower, and you know, it, it, it's nice. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> it's a cool place. They can get on the road, you know. 
and uh, and uh, and uh, belly up hats. How do you feel about going to Byron Bay? I'm jealous on that one, man. That's now that that's that's like a surfing heaven. It sure is. I can't wait to get in the water out there. To be honest, I'm really looking forward to it. Have, have you been there before? Um, I have not been to Byron Bay. I've been to the Outback. I've been to Uluru, and I've wow. been to Sydney, and I've been to Perth, but I haven't been mm. to Byron. Now, have have you been to South Africa at all? Because I would love to see you play in Jeffrey's Bay. Oh, that'd be so cool. Um, I haven't been to South Africa or Africa at all, and I would love to. That's a great, I mean, that's one of my great hopes that I'll get down there at some point. You will love it. Yeah, I think you've got that, you've got that earth and water spirit together. I think that would, if you spend a little bit of time in, in the wilderness out there with the animals, I want to see what you, comes out of that. You might not want to come back. I know that could be bad. <laughs> I, I uh, well, I, so. You never Can't know. <laughs> so, I wanted I wanted to say, you know, with you touring with Neil Young in the Monsanto years, personally, Nance and I want to thank you for using your voice and you know, even like mm-hmm. with your writing that you have now, with you know, something real, the album. There's, I think that words have an impact. Absolutely. And it's an important choice what goes out there. Do you feel that as a songwriter, when you're writing something, do you ever hold back and say, no, I don't want to do this, or do you go just, you know, go for it? I never really hold back uh, when it comes to writing lyrics. Um, although I tend to have a more Taoist uh, kind of outlook on things. I think sometimes I don't necessarily believe in bad and good totally. You know, I just think that, yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, there's, there's, it's all about perspective, you know, and uh, and it's hard to to really uh, pin down what's bad, you know. There's just people out there that, that have motivation and they might justify them in different ways, and and it's just mm-hmm. about getting them to see a different perspective on things. I think you know. I read a mm-hmm. thing about. I read a thing about uh, a little article that talked about powerful people and really powerful elitist, you know, the elite people. I guess where they have a bunch of money, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I read something about how there. There's a percentage of like change in their political views once they have a daughter or kids like yes. like people like there's a whole thing that happens when when somebody has kids that cha- completely changes their whole like outlook on things and there's a lot of like you know top bankers that have had kids and then completely like shifted their world views towards like sustainability and towards you know saving saving the planet for for their kids you know so, hmm. uh, you know, once we once you have a stake in the future of the planet, then it becomes more of a concern for you rather than to just like drill in whatever location because of you know because of the whatever you know right. why ever you have to do that you know to, to to boost the economy or whatever you know so you know there's 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 more of an incentive for those people in power to have to to support legislation that 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 supports alternative energy so that, you know or or you know or sustainability in general yeah. mhm i i think it it is about they have to see something for themselves they have to have that connection they have to feel yeah. the effects of what they've done but but that's where our music turns music and through words and you're right about i i believe about the good and the bad, you can't have one without the other. That's part of like a seesaw of yeah. life, right? It's the balance. Exactly. And sometimes yeah. you have to have the bad to remind you of the good, and that's just, it's its the seesaw. Exactly. And it's yeah. part of education, and it's good. I mean, it's its the devil and God, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh-oh, it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's always out there, and, you know, it's up to us to just choose, I guess, which side we want to align ourselves with. And we'll never be able to completely be one way, you know. There's, we're just, 
We're just human. But dualistic, that's cool. Dualistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get to and morph, great. man. We can yeah. morph. But well, I don't want to morph from Monsanto's seeds or pesticides. No, but, <laughs> but there's, a, there's a corporate stuff, you know, that happens. And, uh, yeah, I've done a lot of research on Monsanto because I really hate them. And <laughs> really oh. hate them from the idea of how much in the pocket of the government they are. You know, so I, I, know. I really, I, I mean, it's just the more you read about it and study it, the more horrific it is when you realize how to, how out of control a government can get when the people don't get off the couch and take the responsibility of learning and voting responsibly. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a huge thing, and I think the arts, music, poetry, books, film, have a lot to do with reaching people that otherwise aren't going to really read a newspaper or even care. Mm-hmm. They have to work, but they I can mean, listen every, while they work. I don't know anybody who doesn't love music. I really yeah, you're don't. You're right. Mm-hmm. Although I do believe that, that action should come first. You know, I think that, like, I think that you're right. Apathy is a big killer, you know. It's it a is. It's destroyer of societies. And I think that it's important to actually do something and vote and go out and make your voice heard, uh, you know, it's important because, you know, when you don't do anything, you're actually just letting the other side have an advantage because a lot of times they're more vocal because they have an agenda and they have an incentive. And, you know, and and so, uh, you know, I think that art is a reflection of the society in which it's created, you know? Yes. I, I do I do think that art can influence it, but I think more, art is more just what comes out of a revolution or a change or whatever, or a feeling inside, you know, or an epiphany. Like art just, art is the expression of change, you know? And so I think in that yeah. sense, you have to go out and, and, and make your life itself a work of art and and, and make your, your actions speak to what you believe in and then the art will reflect that and that's why we got so much great music you know from back in the 60s to the 70s that there was a real birth of that there was a real mm-hmm. like explosion with the baby boomers of, of, of dissatisfaction and, and, and consciousness uh, you know dissatisfaction with the status quo combined with uh, a, a, a large awakening of, of people that were conscious you know and that's uh, that's something that never really died out, you know. I think it just it just integrated itself, and so we've and we've had a lot of great changes so far in in our society. And there's a lot of great things happening. Mm-hmm. I I say there's as much great as there is bad, and you just have to yes. focus on the great and uh, and uh, and try and do our best, you know. I mean, we only get what you know. Uh, 90, 100 years these days on the planet. So, you know, we're not going to ever solve anything completely, but we can we can definitely make the world a better place for the people that come after us, and I think that that's, that's all we can hope for. You know, you know it, it's so true, but have you ever thought of yourself as creating history? Because that's what the arts do. They the sculptures, statues, the books, the the music, yeah, all the things that happen are recorded in history in some manner, and it always comes through in the arts, which makes them so important. Mm-hmm. So at this time and stage, you're creating history with your album and your and your outlook and your viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, okay, there's going to be probably newspaper articles, you know, they, they used to be on microfish, now they're on the Internet, you know, and you can go research that, but... Who's going to look up an old newspaper except an artist trying to write a book or paint a painting or do something with it? You know, so I think the arts are actually the history of of this country and the world for that matter. And they keep us comforted. So when you there's something about like you, you something real. Let's take that song, right? And you're like out there going, okay, I'm going to, as a person, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to make this happen. There's something about turning on the right song and kicking ass with it 
and going, okay, damn it, I'm doing this. You know, so there's part of this comfort also with the arts, which brings unity. So when people want to make changes within their community or region, or whether it's, you know, Monsanto or water issues or park issues, whatever it is, there is a thing about music that is a comfort and a support, and it's like, yes, we're with you. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's a, it's, it's like a, you know, it's like a banner almost for the community, mm-hmm. you know, that you that you share views with. Like if you like a certain type, and, and that's why, that's why you know everybody gets so. It seems like everybody gets so like genre oriented with music because it's like your team, you know. It's like you know a lot of times, and that's what I kind of don't like about it actually. In a way, it's like. These days, it's like, you know, if you like country, you don't like this. And, you know, if you like this, you know, you're mm-hmm. just like team. I think it's getting better. I honestly think it's getting better to where all the genres are kind of blending a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's mm-hmm. nice, you know, which for me, because I, cause I, I, like, I like country music, but I also like, you know, uh, Brazilian folk music, you know, and I like, you know. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah some R&B music and some hip-hop music and some, like, you know, and some uh, classical music and, you know, and reggae. And you know, I like it all, blues, you know. And, and uh, I, you know, so I don't think that, uh, I don't even like to call it anything but music, you know. When people mm. say what kind of music is used, that's why, that's where cowboy hippie surf rock came, came right from. Right down. We have to figure out what to call it. Well, that's why we're the big blend. And people had a problem with oh, that yeah, in the very beginning because, oh, no, you should only be a travel or you should only You're be music, targeted. you should only be this. And I'm like, listen, no. if people like to travel, they like road trip music. If people like nature, they like to garden. Um, yeah. They like to eat food, good food. So get over it. And, it's and about quality of no. life, man. We put everything in our yeah. magazine that we like. Yeah. Well, there it is. <laughs> it's, it's, you know. It's about it's about quality of life at the end of the day, and if you stick to only one thing, it's like eating the same food every single day. If you ate mashed potatoes every night, you're going to hate the mashed potatoes. But if you had mashed potatoes once a week with a different thing, you're not going to hate it so much. You, you know what I mean? So when you don't have variety and you don't take other influences, you've built up walls, you've built up bridges, I mean, that's the thing. The blend is about, when you talk about music, it's multidimensional. Yeah. Why can't we travel? Why can't we go off and do other things? I, it's the marketing side that is, the, the gurus go out there and say, okay, you can only be this, and don't cross over the lines. Don't color outside the lines. And that's... Dude, that's what lines are for, to color outside That's them. bull crappy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, was a, I was a Montessori kid, so, you know... I colored outside the line. Good uh, for so you. Well, we can up, tell uh, from okay. your music. Man, you went into <laughs> the negative space. So, okay, I have to ask you about everything is fake because to me, when those words and you talk about your eyes being, ba- oh my God, the the black like, oh, and you call yourself, oh, I'm a fake, and then the, your eyes, it freaked me out. Wait, what? My eyes, what? You were talking about your eyes and like the looking back in the mirror and everything, and I'm like. It was like it was creepy. I almost saw like black. Like it, it freaked me out. Everything is fake. That oh, song oh, freaked me uh, out. Everything, everything is fake. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song. I love that song. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just yeah, like you know, I've, I've been through periods of extreme darkness and periods of extreme light. You know, and it's like, I, you know, I, 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 as an artist, I guess I've been. Uh, I'm 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 an absorber of of uh, you know and I I feel deeply and I feel sometimes the extremities of, of human emotions. I remember when I was a kid and I you know I you know I was curled up in the fetal position you know and then and and crying like hated being a teenager you know and there was a lot of shit that I didn't like back then and, you know I've had mm. I, I've had my my life. Uh, is that you know I've been up and down just like everybody has, so yeah. you know rather rather than just stick to the light, you know I want to acknowledge and even uh, embrace the darkness sometimes. Uh, that's that's exactly that's it. Important. The album to me is very um, it's important. It's something 
that I think everyone can identify with, no matter what age, because we're all going to have that feeling, no matter what. You know, it's like you know, when I turned forty, I was like, holy shit, oh god. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at you know, you look at yourself in the mirror and go, really? Like I'm still like in my twenties, okay? Yeah. And then I go, okay, what have I accomplished? Where am I? Because to me, like, yeah. I still, I could die now, I'm happy, you know. We've done so much, yeah. you know. It's like, you, that to me, yeah. and that was another thing you talk about, not being put on the shelf. You made it like a guarantee with yourself, I'm not going to be on the shelf, you know. And I think yeah. I identify with that big time because we do that. And, and, I, and I watch all my friends as we all age, and they drop off and they, they, they go back on the shelf. And I'm like, no, man. <laughs> Like, seriously, okay, maybe you have a different thing now. That's okay. But, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> the world's good. You still got a party. Yeah. yeah, you can do different things, but there's, like, the whole world to explore. But making that commitment, that's a big commitment, and I, I think it's it's great. It's about living life and yep. understanding it. Yeah. It's about yeah, understanding just, it. It's just being okay with being imperfect, you know. That's really what it is, something real, you know. It doesn't mean perfect or, like, yeah. you know. It doesn't mean, you know, better or worse than anybody. Just, you know, just, just real, you know. Yeah. Well, okay, look at the dating scene, right? So you date someone and everybody pretends that they like exactly what you like. I'm not going to do this because they don't like this. I'm not going to say that. And there's right. this fakery oh, that Lord. goes on for, like, so long, which is bull. And then you end yeah. up hating each other or, like, you get stupid, and it is, like, uh, get real. And I think that is yeah. the killer side of it. It's get real. You may not like me at this point, but you'll like me in a few seconds when, you know, I do this. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you well, know. And it's also like, you know, I, you know, I like, I like, that's what I like about, uh, you know, I like the West Coast. I love the West Coast. You know, but I like the I like the East Coast too because they seem to little be a little more direct, and they'll yeah. tell you to you know f off right at right to yeah. your face and it's like you yeah. know, like, and I know what I'm getting, you know, I know where where I am with that that person, and I try and you know I try and emulate that. My dad never hesitated, you know. My my dad has had, but speaking of women, I mean, one time he came home, and his wife at the time sewed him up in his bed sheets and beat him with a broom to wake him up, you know, and like, I mean, Jesus. he's going, yeah, I mean, he had like this girl throw a fork at him and stuck in and, and I mean, he had to go to the hospital, you know, like, you know, there was a lot of volatile mistakes that he made, he's been married four times and like, you know, and, uh, you know, but I, I, I also like, I think that he kind of likes that craziness, you know, or he did at the mm. time, and maybe he liked the, he liked the fact that that you know he's a musician, he's passionate, you know, and like I think that that that's part of being real. It's just like you know, at, at, at least it's not boring. Well, welcome to our world. We're a mother-daughter team. Are you kidding me? We're creative. We (laughs) run magazines on deadlines, and we're a mother-daughter team. You want to see? And we're living hotels, so some some don't like us after a bit, you know. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, like you know, at a certain point, you can only you can only worry about pleasing other people for a a certain like um, you know. I think that's the theme of your whole album, is you can't please Yeah, exactly. You can't bullshit. It could be that. Yeah, it could be that. I want want to ask you this. I saw on Facebook that you posted your reading list, and you had the prophet from Cahill Gabron, one of my favorite philosophers at the time. My bass player back in the day gave me that book, and it burned in a fire. And then I had to go get it. Oh, no. Gas bad juju. No, it was it was, a, it was a wildfire, and I put all my music gear at my friend's house because she was on the top of the mountain. And then they came. The fire burned her house down. The family home was horrible, but she made a great oh, album oh. after the fire. Gemma Romano, yeah, it was a great album. First album I ever was on, but it was it was like traumatic, and, and that that book was like a key thing. So have you started reading it? Oh, I read it. I've read it like four or five times now. Uh, it's cool, I, huh? I, I, 
reading it. Yeah, I'm reading it again. Um, those are the books that I'm kind of raising this month, so to speak. I re- I try and read a few books at a time, and um, I haven't had a chance to pick them up lately, but I will, and I'll pick them back up. And like I I really want to get into that uh, that rock and roll book, so uh, yeah, that Sam Phillips book. It's uh it's supposed to be great. And then what was the other one I posted? Uh, the, the, the yogi. Book. It was the yogi lady. Oh yeah, autobiography of a yogi. Yeah. 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 I have not read that. Nancy has a question. Okay, no, I just wanted. I just wanted to. You know, I don't want to step out of place here, but I would like to share with you an exercise you may or may not be interested in doing, but it's really fun. Okay. So, uh-oh. Uh, oh, my okay. God. Uh-oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I, this is a balancing thing. So you find a tree somewhere in the wilderness. It's good. You get down on your knees, put your hand on the tree, put your hand on the ground, and close your eyes and just think about it. Now, it really helps if you understand how a tree inside looks and how the cells are and, and how water goes. tripping me out. No, 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 no. It's, an, it's, uh-huh. it's actually... Really important. No, but I'm visual, so it's weird. Yeah, so if you understand well, how I, a tree I works. The trees all the time. So, so I, I'm, 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 hip to, I'm hip to trees. I'm definitely a tree hugger, so we can. Okay, so we, put your hand, you know, one hand on the tree right. and one on the ground and just listen okay. to the two different pulses. One is going to be the pulse of the tree, the other is going to be the pulse of the ground. And wait till it equals okay. out. It, it's it's freaky, but I just do it and let me know do if I you ever to, do it. Do I have to take anything before before this happens? Is there any like, are there any special mushrooms or is there a tea I can have? That no, really actually, if if you do it clean. No, if you go in clean and then you will want to drink later. But no, <laughs> no, you might want some Willie's Reserve. No, but but either way, exactly. either way, whatever. Willie's if you could just. <laughs> It's a really cool exercise. That way, that yeah. No, no. I want to, I, I want to try it out. I didn't know that trees had pulses, so I'm gonna have oh, to. Oh yeah. And, uh, okay. Oh, they do. I'm okay. Try the pulse. You got. You're breaking up here a little bit, but I want to say before you go, Secret Life of Plants. Read that. Put that on your reading list. Seriously, it'll freak you out. <laughs> I'll read that. I'll read the Secret Life. Have you read the Botany of Desire? No, but it, oh, okay. that's it sounds good. Too. The botany well, of we, desire. Check that out. Yeah. I no, I get it. That sounds good. The botany of desire. Yeah. I'm 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 a I'm all about plants for both plant people. So, but you know, and we're all full of. Well, desire. I know you're. I know and we're all full of desire, and we're all full of plants, and and Willie's reserve. Now tell me, that is good, right? You got to give me a review. Oh, it's the best. The absolute cool. best. Oh. I got to get out of this. State. <laughs> you gotta get out. Of I gotta get out of the state that we're in. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get on the road again, and then, and then we'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> we'll find it. We'll find the reserve. Get to Colorado, Colorado or Washington. Okay. All right. All right. Now, before you go, what is your champagne toast? This is our family tradition. Every Sunday, we toast to something to remember the positivity of life. Uh. How about a toast to just breathing and being present, being happy with what you got? Oh, I like that. And just breathe, by the way. You guys, your family playing that, like, together? Oh. Mm. Your brother, yeah. your dad. I mean, that that is mm, good, good song. Everyone's got to check that out. Everyone, uh, go to promiseofthereal.com. They're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Instagram. Keep oh. up with them everywhere. It's coming out. Something real is coming out. March 11th. That is a cool day. It's cool. It's a cool day to do it's that. It's a great album. So what do you want us to close with song-wise? Because I have a really hard time. I, I have this album playing in my head nonstop. So tell me what song you want to end with. Well, I mean, we talked a lot about Ugly Color. We might want to throw that one on there. I want to do it good cool. because I'm still pissed off about that thing that, it, that raced its <laughs> I saw on, the, on uh, last night. Oh, I was really righty. pissed off about cool. it, and I'm still pissed. But okay, ugly color it is. Thank you for choosing. So that, promise me you'll do the tree exercise. Do the tree exercise. I promise. I'm gonna try it out today. 
Oh, cool. And the whole band should do it. It's great. Right on. Right on. Listen, have a good right time on. in Napa. Hug, hug a vineyard for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, check your, I'll check out some wine for you. All right. Thanks. Awesome. Here it is, everybody. Ugly color. I mean, this is just, you got you got to enjoy this song because it's it. Thanks. Take Thanks, care, Lucas. Lucas. See you later. Have a good one. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Color 